check this out. Welcome, welcome to the LPA Big Show. Hockey sports, life for the adult athletes. Yeah. Powered by the Beer League Players Association. You better follow me. Follow us at BLPA Big Show on every social media outlet. Follow the crew on Twitter at Nicker Jones and Trish at Trish Dangle. Let's get it. Here we go. Welcome to the greatest sports show in the world. Good week, everybody. How are you doing? It's been a couple weeks since we recorded an episode, but hey, you know what? Life gets busy. It's just me. Yeah, whatever. We're ready. We're back. We're here. We go. A lot of things to talk about today. Today is August 23rd, 2021. But before we get going, I just want to tell you about the sponsor of this show. You've heard it many times, but that doesn't change the fact that I'm going to mention them right now. Hockeywolf.com. Ow, ow, ow. Hockeywolf is a bunch of beer leaguers just like us. They do hockey equipment sales, lacrosse equipment sales. If you're into lacrosse, we're trying to get into lacrosse. They do team sales. So if you need anything beer league related, Hockeywolf is your place. And they even have some special BLPA stuff you can only get there. So go check them out. HockeyWolf.com. Ow, ow, ow. Oh, they also have some really cool gloves that they're starting. They're state branded gloves. So like if you live in Oklahoma, you can get a pair of their gloves that have the Oklahoma flag on it. They're CCM gloves. I'm an Eagle guy, but I dig these gloves. I think they're really cool. So go check out their gloves. Glad that they sponsor us. They help us do a lot of cool things. So HockeyWolf.com. Ow, 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 ow. Okay, lots of things going on here. Um, only fans going softcore. I guess I got to mention that. Not that it's a big deal for the BLPA only fans because we're always going to be hardcore. We're just going to have to find a different place and holy fuck. Why won't COVID go away? It just keeps coming keeps coming. And holy geez, there's so many people like this whole vaccine debate and this whole, whole companies mandating vaccines and the people bitching about them because they made a choice to not get a vaccine, which is fine. I get it. It's your choice. But if you want to have a choice, you have to give everyone a choice. And if it's a company's choice to mandate vaccines, then how can you get mad at them? They're just making a choice like you are. I, it just blows my mind. I want to rant about it, but this isn't a political show. So I'm not going to get too far into it. But all I want to say is if you want to have a choice to not take a vaccine, then, hey, you got to give everyone else a choice. And like I said, company says, hey, it's it's our choice to say, hey, we want our employees to be vaccinated. Well, then. You have to make another choice. Do you not want the vaccine or do you want to work for the company? That's all there is to it. So it's just, God, I I see so much of it on like the BLPA page. And I'm like, should we just shut down the comments on this? But I don't want to be a heavy handed asshole. And, uh, you know, because I I do have to do that. So I do have to shut down comments because people are idiots. So just, God, be nice to each other. Try to be safe. Be well. I I don't know. Like I'm, I'm pro vaccine. I think everyone should get the vaccine. But I also know that. I'm just a dumb old beer leaguer with an opinion, and I'm not saying my opinion's right or wrong. It's just my opinion. You have your opinion. I'm not saying yours is right or wrong. You just have an opinion, but I'm a live and let live, so I'm not gonna here to tell you your opinion's stupid or it's dumb just because it goes against mine, but damn, just fucking be cool. Like, can we just be cool about it? I know, obviously, COVID's blowing up, and it's causing restrictions, and I'm not a scientist of the epidemiologist. Is that how you say it? Uh, nature. I'm just a regular old scientist, so I don't know the ins and outs of uh, viruses. So I, I can't even make a, an informed decision. I can just say, hey, I, th- I think the vaccine works for me. So I got the vaccine and my wife got the vaccine and we'd give my kid the vaccine if we could. And I'm going to take the boosters. And if you do, you're awesome. And I think that's awesome. And if you don't, I still think you're awesome. Uh, I, I just hope you're well. That's basically it. So quit bitching about it on the group. Just how, can we just get along or can we argue about something? Can we go back to ranch and blue cheese, please? Way more fun than vaccines or no vaccines. Way more fun. Yeah? Okay. Let me tell you where you can find us, too. I See, when I'm just by myself, I just get into stuff, and I forget to uh, go down the list of our social media stuff. You can find us at every single social media channel, at the BLPA. Yep, that's right. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and even Pinterest. You can find us at the BLPA. You can find me at Nicker Jones on Twitter. You can find me at Instagram on the Nicker Jones. Still dealing with that whole I can't get Nicker Jones, but whatever. Um, Hey, say something to me. 
contact me. Talk. I'm stuck in a hotel room for nine days here. So if you could uh, contact me and interact with me, I would really appreciate that. Okay. So uh, a lot of stuff that we're going to get to today, uh, obviously all the dex tourneys that are going on. Uh, I, I got to mention a special group. We have a guest here. Like we don't have Dan, we don't have Trish, but I do have a guest. His name Adrian. He's a really cool dude. He, he's getting us set up to do a, a cool slap shot tourney. Hopefully we'll talk about when I get Adrian on, but he's, he's our fantasy guy. He's our BLPA fantasy guy. And the reason he's our BLPA fantasy guy is because he has this really fucking badass league and it's huge. It's a huge league. It's like, it's like 300 people, I think 300 people. And it's, it's just massive. It's, it's, it's rad. So we're going to talk to him about that. We'll talk to him about some other stuff, but he'll be on later. And we're going to talk about this. I don't know if you've seen the video. I've got the video, this beer, beer league dude, number two, uh, douchebag of the fucking year so far, I think punching kids. We're gonna talk about that video with Adrian. Cause I've got the inside scoop. I know what happened. I do only me. Nobody else. I know what happened, and I'm, I'm going to give you the story. I, I've got sources. I'm not going to give you my sources. They told me I couldn't give my sources, um, but since I'm, uh, I, I'm not a full-fledged journalist, I don't know the rules around that, but I know I don't think I have to give up my sources, so that's basically uh, what we're going to talk about today, and I also have a shit ton of questions, a shit ton of questions. I don't know if I'm going to answer them on the front end or the back end, but I have a shit ton of questions from uh, BLPA members and I'm going to try to answer all of them because I want to give them a chance to win. Um, but first, let's jump into let's jump into uh, the draft experiences and what's been going on uh, with me. Why I haven't been able to record because I've just I've been on the go. I've been just just running crazy. Uh, starting um, last week, we had the Oklahoma City draft experience, which was just absolutely electric. Here's the deal: people always told me they always said, "Hey, Nick, you're never going to be able to do this hockey stuff in Oklahoma." Blah, 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 blah. That's when I was living here, and then when I left, they said. Oh, you'll never be able to bring one of these uh, draft experience tournaments to Oklahoma. No one over supported it. So we did last year and we almost sold out four teams. And this year I wanted to make it bigger. I wanted to make it better. And we did it when they told us we couldn't. So here we are in a, when they told us this would never happen in Oklahoma. Now we have a full six-team tournament. The theme helped. Well, obviously, we did the Letter Kenny theme and it was badass. But everything about it was incredible. We did our, our draft at a brewery. Uh, the guy that owns the brewery, uh, Patrick Lively, he is a beer leaguer and he, and he played in the tournament. And so we got to use his space and it was really good. And the beer was killer. And so it, it was just a, a great weekend. And then this weekend we were in Chicago. I didn't get a chance to, uh, to be at that one, but, but it was electric too. I heard all about it from all, all these players. They're all new players. We did this as a charity event for a kid named Austin that plays in one of the local leagues. And he has, I, I believe it's, it's hip cancer and there's a real long scientific name and I don't, I can't pronounce it. Uh, but I know he has cancer in, in his bones and he's not doing too good. And so I was approached and said, Hey, would you ever do any kind of tournament uh, for, for charity for something like this? And I was like, of course I would. I, that's exactly what the BLPA was created for. Uh, to you know, connect the world with sport and then use sport to make the world a better place. And I thought, what better way to do it? And I, I don't have total numbers, but prelim numbers, I think we raised between six and $10,000 for this kid's family this weekend. And that is absolutely incredible, not just for the BLPA, but for the people that were involved and made it happen. So a uh, shout out to that Chicago crew, uh, Joe Luciano, for, jeez, uh, I mean, I'm so flattered that you would even come and ask me to help and be a part of it. And and our crew, obviously Randy and, and Jeff and, and Dan, you guys were there. You guys made it happen. You guys are awesome rock stars. And I, I, I just, uh, I'm so stoked that this community came together to raise a bunch of money for a family in need. I, I think that's a, a cool part of the position that, that the BLP is in is we have the opportunity to do this kind of stuff. And obviously it's so hard to accommodate everybody. I wish we could accommodate everyone that asked, but we try, we try to do what we can. And I'm, I'm super stoked this one worked out and we were able to raise so much money for this team's family. So next up uh, this weekend, we got Eagle River in, uh, in Wisconsin. And you know what? That rink is something special and I'm super stoked. I hope I'm able to get up there. I'm dealing with some things. Uh, and so I'm not sure if I'll be able to, but I'm, I'm crossing my fingers and I'm going to be able to get up there. And then after that, we got DC and this is all back to back to back seven tournaments in a row, Oklahoma city, Chicago, Eagle river, DC, Nashville, Cincy, and Charleston. And the themes are killer for all of them. 
But Nashville and Cincy, you got to step it up. We got a killer ass theme. We, we we moved to six in Nashville, but we got to get this thing filled up. Same thing with Cincinnati. I'm super stoked. Then obviously we, we have Austin, Austin and Vegas BLPA bash in the middle of October. And then our last one in December for uh, in Vegas hockey wise. And we're trying to get into the golf November 12th through 14th in Phoenix, Arizona. I don't care if you're good at golf. It's not about the golf. It's just like the draft experiences are not about the hockey. It's about something way bigger than that. Come be a part of something bigger than that. That's what the hockey thing is about. If you can drink beer and you're a good person, and you don't have to drink beer. If you can drink cold beverages, soda, water, ginger ale, whatever, come be a part. Come come be a part. It, and it's the first one. You're going to be a part of history building something special. So come. BLPA bogey draft. Let's go. You can do it. All right? So I've decided I'm going to do these questions after the interview. So without further ado, let's get to Adrian. And I, like I said, our, our fantasy guru, he's going to tell you about our fantasy stuff. He's going to tell you about a lot of other stories, a little special announcement that I have for fantasy stuff. So make sure you listen. Here's Adrian. If you're digging the show, support us. Patreon.com slash the BLPA. The most greatest. As promised. I brought in Adrian, the fantasy guy. Adrian, how are you doing? Thanks for being with us. I'm doing great, Nick. Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. Like I've, I, I love fantasy. I play a lot of fantasy sports. And when you came to me with your fantasy stuff, I was stoked about it. And I also kind of told everyone uh, when I was introducing you that uh, you're also trying to get us in, in on this slap shot uh, tournament stuff, which is going to be really cool. So uh, let's let's just start off uh, real quick. I, I, something I want to definitely talk about because I posted it today. I know a lot of people posted it. Did you see that video where that beer leaguer is just just throwing punches at the kid in, in for whatever reason? Yeah, that, that, that was nuts, Nick. Uh, I mean, I saw the uh, I saw the video, then I read some of the comments because you know there's, there's got to be a backstory, right? Um, I guess the kid, was he a timekeeper? Is that right? Did I, did I, I get that I, right? I know the 100% full backstory. Oh, I, I have okay. sources. Well, <laughs> all right. Do you want my, my opinions without the backstory or do you want to give the backstory I'll first? give the backstory first. But because here's the okay, deal. Perfect. On the front end, it just looks like this dude is a fucking tool, number two, right? Just Just beating up on people, mad about life, I guess. Maybe he's mad because that kid was wearing socks with, with uh, slides, I, I don't know, but I, I didn't really. And so, but I know I've I've been around hockey enough, uh, beer league enough to know that there's three sides to every story. Um, I kind of wanted just to leave it at that story to make that guy look like a fucking goof. Number two is his number should actually be Tool, not two, by the way, because that's what he looked like. Um, but the backstory is um, I don't know how much information I should give. I'm I'm not a journalist. So I don't know how protecting my sources works. I'm definitely not going to give you my source's name, but the kid is actually a very high level player at an Ivy league institution, really good player. Um, And his uncle was the referee that called a slashing penalty on this player. And then the player Mm -hmm. decked the referee. And so what we saw was this was after this kid was trying to stand up for his uncle who was just punched on the ice and he was trying to kind of keep everything, you know, contained over there on the thing. And then it resulted in this, you know, little Tilly off the ice surface, which is ridiculous. You should always leave everything on the ice. You shouldn't take stuff off the ice. (laughs) Um, But that that's the story. But it's it's so like, why would a grown ass man like obviously this? He's an adult because he's in college, but he's 18 to 21 years old. Like, why would an old ass man want to fight an 18 to 21 year old? Wait, so he punched the uncle and then he punched the 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 nephew. Yeah. He punched the oh uncle on God, the ice man. over over a over wow. being pissed off about a call. Is the story I got from my sources. That's my intel. I usually don't wow. get bad intel, but that's what I'm hearing. Okay, well, I, I find zero redeeming anything for for that old dude, and and I'm an old dude, and uh, I mean, I, I guess we all go a little crazy sometimes when we play games. Yep. And you know, it, it's you snap. You might not even chirp. You might just go off on somebody. Maybe a referee. But you know what? At some point, it snaps back, and you're like, "Wait a second! I'm an old ass man. I'm on the ice. Like I'm already ahead of the game. I just want to go home and and you know take my uh, take my Advil and and go to sleep, right? But to punch a ref, right? You're already probably done with that with that league for forever. 
and then I mean that's you just assaulted a kid. You I mean, just doubled video, down. It's off the ice. I mean, I mean, you're going to jail, bro. Or at least, yeah, you're probably going to jail. I, I would say, yeah, just based on that. So, and, you know what? Yeah, like I said, we, we all have those times when we go crazy, but the key is to get back to to neutral as quick as you can. So that guy didn't do that. That obviously. guy did not. Well, I guess when well, hey, listen, when 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 you're you're tossing at the ref, you know you're gone. You might you might as well seal the deal. Right? That- <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, it's like a, like the mobster thing. I'm gonna take your nephew out. You know, let me go. Let me go get your wife in the parking lot. Too. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, but my source said this was a D league at his home rink. It's an over 15 weekend warrior type. They booze it up oh, before man. and after the game. Uh, pretty pretty typical beer league bullshit for anywhere I played. Uh, but you know. Uh, why would you hit a kid when the kid's obviously not in pads? Like he he wasn't even playing. Like why are you mad at him? Like I when I saw when I heard he was a scorekeeper, I thought, oh maybe he's pissed off that the kid didn't give him his goal and he doesn't score many of them. That pissed me off. Maybe not that much, but you know I know some people. And so yeah, just a, a crazy story, crazy video. You know, in, in the age of cell phone, you can't do stupid shit and get away with it anymore. Totally, totally. And you know what? The kid probably chirped him. I, I don't know if that's in your sources. Oh, but you know what? It 100%. Matter, right? it's, it's 100%. The kid, the kid chirped him. I don't even, I wouldn't even have to hear this. I could look at that video and know that that kid <laughs> just wasn't standing there being quiet that led to him getting, you know, some hands thrown at him. Right. And, you know, if he's a scorekeeper, he's, he's an ice official, an off ice official, yep. whatever. Like, yep. you're not supposed to. I, I ref for. Uh, 10 or 15 years um, back before having kids uh, when I didn't had more time. Um, but yeah, so he, he should, he should be out of the fray, but you know what? He's, he's a kid and he did something stupid, but give him 1% fault, 99% to the old guy, man, forget it. And, and like I said, that's, that's probably a, a, a jailable offense or at least a, you, something uh, the cops are going to come visit you on. I mean, I wonder if they did. I, I didn't hear that part of the story, but you would think, you would think the cops would, would be called for something like that. I mean, it's just uh yeah, it was just ass night. I'll have to do a little more investigative digging, <laughs> hard-hitting journalism in the beer league hockey world. That's what we do here at the BLPA Big Show. Oh uh, but hey, let's talk about some other stuff. I mean, obviously, you know, everyone likes to hear, you know, hockey stories. Uh, you were telling me you had a really cool hockey story about a couple of the greats. And I'm interested. I'm, I'm intrigued just because you didn't expand on anything other than I have a story about these guys. And now I'm like... Hmm, I wonder what it is. So regale us, yeah, Adrian. Regale us. Well, yeah, I, I will. I mean, maybe it's a little bit uh, hard of a lead saying that I drank with uh, with, with uh, 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 Ray Bork and Patrick Waugh. Um, but it's true. Um, I'll give you the quick the quick backstory. This came from my, I don't know if famous is the right term, but my man bag post where uh, I, I kind of trolled myself where I just posted about what uh, the bag I bring to the bench and I put my gloves and my water and, and come on guys. I, I said, I put chapstick in there. You know, I'm just like leaving the hanging curve ready for you guys to just, just slam me with that. Right. So, but it's true. I like to preposition my gear and then have it ready for me. But anyway, so um, this whole thing came out of uh, bringing the cell phone to the bench, which I, I guess brings some people rub some people the wrong way. And I, I brought it there and I took a picture of a, a guy wearing number 99 a while back. And then some guys were chirping me about bringing the phone to the bench. Mm-hmm. So th- this led to the story about, uh, about these guys. So the flashback to 2017, the uh, all-star game, NHL all-star game was in Los Angeles. That was also the uh, NHL 100 uh, celebration, 100th year of the NHL. So what they did, if you recall, they, they came up with the best uh, 100 players in the history of the NHL. And I think they did it by decade. Obviously you do the math and that's 10 players. And then the Friday night before, so, you know, Saturday night at the all-star game is the, uh, or the all-star weekend at the skills. Sunday is the game. So Friday night was the big NHL 100 celebration where all the living guys of the NHL 100 are going to be there, like at the arena. This was the arena of the studio, what's it called, the theater, I should say, right next to Staples Center in L.A. And so I'm like, hell, I'm in L.A. I got to go to this, man. This is once in my lifetime. Um, so it's uh, it was hosted by John Hamm of uh, what's uh, uh, Mad Men fame, right? He was the host. He's a big uh, blues fan from St. Louis. He chirped his own team. This is back before they won the cup. So anyway, so I go to this thing and I had this decision to make. Um, do I want to like go as a fanboy, like wearing a jersey and all that? You know, I'm like at that point, what, 47, 48 years old. I'm like, you know what? Let me go. It's like a classy event. I'm going to go wearing a sport coat. I went with my wife who was like 37 weeks pregnant. We went kind of made a nice little night of it, right? Anyway, awesome. Joe Sackick, my favorite player, was up there. 
Um, it was great. The whole night was a really fun time. So this is at the, uh, then we go and we have drinks at the JW Marriott, which is where all the players stay when they're in town, um, you know, visiting the Kings and a lot of them were there for this thing. Go to the next night, Saturday night. So it's the skills competition, right? This, I guess, is my, my, my story as well. So we go and I make the decision. Or I, I have the decision to make. Do I want to go as a fanboy to the event or do I want to go as like the, the grown ass man that I am? And I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go as a, as a fanboy. So I wore my Nordiques, Joe Sackick jersey that's autographed. I went with a bunch of friends from the Fantasy Hockey League, which we'll talk about later. And we go to the skills competition. It was awesome. It was a great time. What are we going to do afterwards? What we decide to do, let's go to the bar at the JW Marriott, see if we can you know, see some NHL players, have a good time. So anyway, we go there, and we're hanging out. I've got my jersey on, and in walks Patrick Waugh, well, one of the greatest goaltenders of all time. And then in walks Ray Bork, and they're you know, spitting distance from me right next to me at the bar. And Ray Bork walks right by me, and what does he say? He says, Sakic is the best. And just walks right on by and sits down next to Patrick and, and starts having this beer. And I'm and I'm kind of blown away. I just you know Ray Bork just spoke to me and I I said something like uh, I I guess you would know or something like that. Right? And there was a famous cup handoff in 2001. Um, and yeah, so that was kind of cool. So I guess I was drinking a beer. Patrick Law and Ray Bork were there. We weren't quite hanging out. They were talking French, um, you know, as they do. And uh, NHLers were streaming in and out. That was the first year of Austin Matthews. Um, Yarmy Yager just walked into it like he owned the damn place. This is, I think, his last all-star year when he was with uh, uh, the Panthers with Florida. It was really cool. It was a good time until that evening. And, and this gets to why I bring the phone to the bench with me. And I don't want the story to drag too long, but I'm taking the train home. We have a little uh, metro in L.A. I'm taking the train home. I come out of the tunnel and I get these 911 texts on my phone. And it turns out there was a, a hot prowl, which is when a burglar is in the house. So my wife is freaking out and um, I call her and she's got the police on the phone and I go to my camera. We have a nanny cam in the, uh, you know, in the, the our, our older daughter's room. She was two and a half at the time. And there's my wife, like, cu- you know, cuddled against her, uh, whatever, huddled against the wall, holding the phone. And then I see, I'm watching this live, by the way, I see flashlights coming under the door of the baby's room, the door open and a poli- two police officers with guns drawn in my, my oldest daughter's room because they've cleared the house and they just came in to link up with my wife. And I'm watching this live on the phone while I'm on the train. Well, actually, I had gotten off the train and I called an Uber and I told them to drive 100 miles an hour home, <laughs> wearing my goddamn Joe Sacking jersey the whole time. <laughs> I feel like, like feel like a tool. Anyway, so that's why I bring the phone. I always check to make sure the alarm is set because she had forgotten to set the alarm because she was 37 weeks pregnant and, you know, uh, whatever. So... That's why I bring the phone and I don't give a shit. You can trip the hell out of me. I'm going to have the phone. I'm going to check it every night. I'm playing at nine, 10, 11 o'clock. That's what I do. So that's the story. Hey, well, one, it sounds like you were drinking uh, with those guys. They're speaking French. You're wearing a Nordiques Jersey. So basically you're in the conversation basically. Right. All right. I, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking that as validation. Yep. Vic, that, I'll, that, I'll, that I'll, the story is true. I appreciate it. Man. I'll validate the show. And <laughs> I also take my phone on the bench every game. All right, and and not, first. and not and right. not and not really not for anything other than uh, you know like in the in the nature of of what I do for a living, uh, I, there's a lot of social media work. So you know I've posted from the bench, I've taken photos and videos to post you know on our stuff. So uh, I mean I, I would never fault anyone for taking a man bag. I don't have a I don't have a man bag, but we've done it before. Uh, whenever there was a rash of. Uh, of locker room burglaries, we uh, we would we would just take a, a bag and we'd put everyone's valuables in the bag and take it to the bench. I don't I don't know why people were chirping so hard about about a man bag, but I also know that the B- BLPA is ruthless sometimes, and so they're chirping. They were chirping yeah. out of love, I think. Yeah, well, it's it's. I'm sure you see this a lot. Obviously, this is this is your your uh, your page and, and your group here. I'd say about 95% of them are in good spirits. Yeah, you know, there's always 5% or kind of just a-holes. But there are some pretty quality chirps out there, um, yep. and I appreciated them. I actually like people who were chirping me. I'm like, you know what? Way to go, because uh, that's why I did it. I mean, if I say man bag, you're already 95% down the hole anyway. Yeah, so, you, can, you did yeah, kind of yeah. walk into it with that, but you know what? I mean, I get chirped all the time. Uh, it's just part of the nature of the beast. 
and you, you just roll with it and you, you realize that, hey, these guys are my friends. Uh, BLPA is basically a, an extension of the locker room, just like this podcast. And I get chirped all the time with with guys that I know are my friends. So you just kind of have to kind of, you know, go about it. And maybe some people make it personal, but, you know, maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe, you know, they've got some things going on in their lives that they need to, you know, feel better about themselves. So I just kind of, you know, I just kind of pedal right on by those boys. So, yeah, man, it's kind of like that guy who, who punched the kid, right? You just got to let it flow. Like, I don't need to get in a, in a flame war with whoever, right? Like, it's cool. Like, just make your point and, and drive on. And sometimes I'm having a bad day and, I, and I'll go at people that I, that I would never do normally. But sometimes things they say, like, either I've heard it so many times or I see people posting about it and they think it's funny and I, and I'm, uh, it just strikes me wrong. And I, I fucking twist off on them and I, I don't mean to, I don't mean to be a dick. It's just happened. And then I have to sometimes say, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I, you know, but anyway, so, uh, you know, I, that's a great story. I love hearing stories about people meeting pros. Maybe one time I will tell the story on this podcast where I met, uh, Ron Artest and met a world peace at a bar in Detroit, Michigan after they beat up fans and I had no clue who they were. Oh my God. Yeah. A little cliff. <laughs> I'll tell that next week. Tune in next week to hear uh, the story of when I met NBA players, drank with them, got drunk, but had no clue who they were. <laughs> burm, 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 burm. But anyway, so on to uh, the, the reason why, why you originally contacted me, uh, I guess we should also say you're, what is it? Is it Peloton? Is that how they say that bike stuff? Uh, yeah, uh, Peloton. Peloton. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the cult, the, the bike riding cult. Yes. Yeah, you're you're like our uh, unofficial official BLPA Peloton guy. You've set up some BLPA rides, which is really cool. I don't have a Peloton. They seem pretty expensive, and I'm never home anyway, so um, I, I would never get to ride it. It would just sit in there like any other workout equipment I have at my house right now, um, <laughs> or I've had in my whole life, I guess. But. Uh, you're the fantasy guy. Like you reached out to me. You told me about this league. I love fantasy sports. I'm, I, I'm basically unbeatable uh, when it comes to fantasy football. And even the people that have beat me, it was only because of stupid injuries or uh, other explainable things. I've never, I've never lost uh, due to my skill. It was always outside uh, sources. Uh, but you run a fantasy hockey league that is absolutely outstanding and massive. So why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Because we want to get BLPA people into this so tell them a little bit about it yeah happy to nick and uh i i reached out because you know your, your group was fun i've only been in uh in it for i guess maybe four or five months now maybe even less and um you know it's you're, you're I'm, I'm a dex virgin i haven't gone to one of your tournaments or or the bashes and i definitely want to go um so but i just thought you know this is uh fantasy hockey might be a, a, another fun way for your clientele your group your your the, the locker room the extended locker room of twenty thousand people that you mentioned to, to continue to hang out and chirp and trash talk and have fun together um and compete right we all like to compete so yeah so so that's why i reached out and i thought you know if uh, what you thought about that and i was very happy to, to to see that you're interested and you know let you trash talk a little bit said you're pretty damn good so, so we'll have to see <laughs> not a fantasy <laughs> hockey works, not right? a fantasy hockey uh, uh, okay. I, i'm not i'm not i'm not a stud at fantasy hockey like i am fantasy <sighs> football but i'm going to get in that college uh group of yours uh well, God, I, should, I guess i okay. should maybe jump on that because uh college football starts very soon and i'm super stoked about uh college football my sooners are probably uh, 99.9% they're probably winning the national championship this year. Uh, Alabama's oh, reign boy. is over. Now hey, now that the Sooners are moving to the SEC, Alabama's time is <laughs> over, done, finished, uh, like the Russians in Miracle. And uh, I'm super stoked about that. I mean, how can OU lose now that they have a vaunted SEC defense? Right? That's right. That's because, right. I, uh, I know we're, we're getting on, on college football, but I, I, went, I think I told you I went to the uh, OU – USC. I went to school at USC, like I told you. The yep. the Rose Bowl or not the Rose Bowl, the Orange Bowl national championship. Obviously, SC had a very good game and won. But the Oklahoma couple we were sitting next to was super cool, super nice. All weekend was a bunch of Sooner, Boomer Sooner fans everywhere. It was cool. Everyone was really nice. It was a great weekend. Is that the one we so, got absolutely embarrassed? Was that like Matt Leinhart, Reggie Bush? Yeah, yeah, he got destroyed. Yeah, that, Jason that, White, his second his second year, it was. Yeah, yeah that that was, was that bad. was a bad one. I, you know what? That first drive, we took it right down the field and stuffed it stuffed it in. I thought Absolutely. this is over, 
and then we just uh, a calamity of errors a calamity of errors yeah yeah you can't i can't even be mad at them like every time i get mad at uh the sooners and college football players i have to think back when i was 18 to 22 years old and the dumb shit that i did and it's like how can i be mad at these kids for making mistakes (laughs) Like they're playing a game for fuck's sakes. We, I play hockey now. I make mistakes every single game. Um, so it's just one of those things where, uh, but anyway, back to fantasy hockey. Tell us about our, about the league. Okay, sure. Yeah. So, so I'll tell you about the league. So it's, it's a monster league. It's, it's, it's the biggest league I've ever seen. Um, so we had uh, two years ago, we had 240 teams in the league, 240. Okay. Um, last year with COVID uh, 195, that's all we could muster. All right. So, so we're driving to 300, uh, next year uh, or, or this coming up season. So, um, it, it, and again, we can talk about it in future episodes if you have me, but uh, yeah, it, it's a great group of people. We're from 11 countries. So all over the world, obviously U S and Canada, but we got a bunch of European people, some expats. Um, so you might wonder how you figure 200 and some odd teams. And so we have separate divisions that have their own player pool. So if you think of any fantasy sport, you know, 10, 12, 15 teams in a division is, is normally what you do. Yep. And um, it, it's great fun. We we have uh, annual events. Well, I shouldn't say annual. Probably every two or three years we have an event. That uh, all-star game I mentioned in L.A. was one of the events. I'm working on getting uh, par- uh, Dex participation um, or, or one of your bash uh, events, maybe Vegas. We're trying to figure that out to do our next event. Um, yeah, it's okay. really fun. Like a lot of cool people. We have a, yeah, yeah, we have a WhatsApp uh, trash talk group. I mean, some of these people have – I had one guy in my wedding that I met through this league. Uh, nine years ago. Um, I met him about 15 years ago. We became super, super good friends. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. We've got a very, um, we have a nice balance between being a fantasy hockey pro and being just a jackass who likes to have fun and trash talk and, and be a casual person, right? Mm-hmm. So we have rules that mean that, that it's more like a buy and hold kind of league. You only get 30 drop ads for the whole season, okay. which isn't a whole lot. Um, we like to have a balance. I, I'd much rather have somebody who's fun and cool versus somebody who just likes to do a lot of spreadsheets and, and you know, read uh, uh, minor league uh, you know, scouting reports and that kind of stuff. But we also want the best people to be in. So we like to have a balance. We have a lot of rules that are, are there to make the balance right between sharks and, you know, fun, casual guys. We even have tiers and that kind of stuff. So it, it's a lot of fun. Um, like I said, we get together for events and uh, – yeah, I think it'd be really great. You've got a big pool of people. I'm sure a lot of them like fantasy hockey. I'm sure they all like hockey, of course, or most of them do. And maybe we get a whole BLPA division. We've got, I think, 16 divisions is what we had two years ago. I think we had 14 last year. Maybe we'll have a whole BLPA division. You can throw out some swag for the winner. Um, it's 100 bucks to enter. There's a little video. I'll, I'll post a video. We have a little hype video, recruiting video. I make zero money on this thing, dude. Zero. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, it, you, when you told I, me it is, ex, I, I, it is expensive, a hundred bucks, but you toss all the money back into pricing and all that stuff, which is really cool for, I mean, for us, like we, we do have, like we had our fantasy league and we probably had, you know, 40 people in it, uh, you know, split up, but it was just a, a box pool stuff. Uh, but we've had, had people right. ask about premium to do premium because people, people like to bet. People like to gamble. They like to win money that, you know, for me, I, I get it when there's money in it, you're way more vested into it uh, than just, uh, Hey, I have a couple bad weeks. So I didn't pay anything. So I'm not even going to look, look at it. Right. So, you know, a hundred exactly. bucks, I mean, hundred bucks, a hundred bucks, you know, I, I think that's pretty reasonable. I also like that you guys do a thing. You guys should definitely uh, do BLPA bash. And it sounds like you guys could put in a couple teams uh, event wise uh, to do that. I think that would be a pretty cool thing to do for, for, uh, for the group. Um, so, but, but I guess I t- tell people a little bit about the pricing. Like how does the pricing break down? Because I know people know when there's money involved, they know there's prizes and what gets them excited is prizes. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, we have it all posted and again, I'll, I'm going to throw a bunch of links. We've got, a uh, you know, September's our big recruiting month. Um, the league, I think the NHL starts October 12th this year. So we've got six, seven weeks ahead of us. Um, last year, the winner won $5,000. Like I said, I don't keep any of the money. I should because I spent a lot of damn time on this. We have conference calls, the leadership committee and all that, but I don't. Um, but uh, yeah, so we have all the prizes. We like to balance the prizes between regular season performance and the playoffs. And, and when I say balance, I mean, not. it's really mostly for the playoffs. You got to win it all. Yep. Um, but you know, if you win your division, you get so much money. If you have the most goals of the entire year, uh, most PIMS, uh, same thing, uh, just, you know, fun stuff like that. 
So yeah, it's all out there. Um, and it's, uh, like I said, we, we try to make things fair and participatory. We have a whole trade jury to evaluate the fairness of trades. It's like, it can be a real mess and people are bitching about, Oh, this guy, it's fair trade. No, it's not. But you know what? We try to make it work for everybody. Um, and yeah, we have an amazing trophy. We call it the bucket and there's a whole story behind it. It's a rusty bucket that I, I, I played uh, backyard hockey with a buddy of mine 20 years ago, got a video. I'm, I'll kind of stream stuff over the next few weeks for you. Um, and that, that bucket has been to Canada, it's been to Europe, it's been uh, back and forth to Canada multiple times, um, and it currently is in Toronto. The only cup Toronto has, eh? <laughs> That's right, right. But uh, yeah, it, it's a ton of fun, like I said. Um, it's just mahogany base, on the, it's got your plaque on there, and it's, it's, it's super, super cool. Um, so yeah, like I said, I, I'm happy to share, I'll share information um, on the Facebook uh, group, and I'll talk more. Like I said, if you'll have me, you can talk more about it. And I would love to get a division of BLPAers. Like I said, make it your division. Every division is named after a Slapshot character, by the way. So you can pick any damn character you want. It's yours, and, and we'll call it the BLPA, whatever, uh, hand or hand division. I don't know. Well, that's funny that you said that because I literally just did uh, – it'll be after this. I answered a bunch of questions from the thing, and one of them was asking me since I was in my hotel room – who am I wanking it to? And they listed some, uh, you know, some girls in, in the shows. And I said, none of those, I would go with Hannah Rand's, uh, wife, um, oh, man. mainly because she got topless in the show. So you get to see him, but then also because something funny about Hannah Rand's wife is she was not only, uh, the, the Hannah Rand's wife, she was also the mom in the Christmas story. Oh my God. Yeah. That's uh, there's a whole, uh, flop shot group that I'm part of. And, people have these memes like the, the day, you know, that's Hanrahan's wife or the day you learn is, is the mom and Christmas story. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I agree. It, it's, it's, it's an amazing movie and our, our awards are named. Uh, most of our awards are named after Slapshot characters and all of our, like I said, all of our, our divisions are as well. Well, so, good, good answer, man. I, I'd have to agree with you. Yeah, well, since, <laughs> since you brought it up and you brought up Slapshot, uh, tell people a little bit about what you're trying to get us involved in. I think it's great because I love Slapshot. I actually worked at the last company I worked with. I worked with a guy that was a hockey player. He grew up. He was a younger guy. He's 24, 25 years old. And he grew up in Canada at playing hockey his whole life and had never seen the movie Slapshot. Which wow. to me was absurd because even before I was a hockey guy, I had seen the movie Slapshot and I liked it. And now I love it. And so, oh, so when you brought, when you mentioned this, like with me, you, you started connecting, uh, you're, you're obviously in that big group of people that just love the movie Slapshot and you, you kind of, you know, broached an idea with me and I'm in for it. Now we're trying to make it work with the actual actors of Slapshot and a big group that does a thing. Cause it, you know, there's a big anniversary coming up. So uh, tell us a little bit about what you're planning, what you foresee and, and you know, the odds that you think we can make it happen. Yeah, I uh, so this this might be a blue sky kind of dreaming thing. So, 45th anniversary of the movie is February. I forget the date of the release. It was in 1977 the movie came out. Um, so, 45th anniversary is coming up. There was an amazing 40th anniversary that I was not part of uh, celebration. Um, so, I thought, I mean, if I if I have my dream weekend, it's going to be to play one of your uh, deck tournaments and talk about. I mean, your jerseys are amazing, Nick. The Thank the, you. the creativity that you show um, the thought. So, I mean, whoever designs them obviously has skills, but the thought to create the the themes and all that, right, are, are so amazing. So with Slapshot, there's so much like richness in Slapshot. You can make amazing, even just use the teams in, in the movie, of course, but you could do like goofy stuff like the, whatever, uh, the hand or hand team. I, I don't know. You can come up with a lot if, of really If we're going to do it, it's going to, it's going to be actual players. I think when I think about what you said, it's going to be actual players but it's going to be like not the tradition. I mean, you you obviously have to have the Hanson Bros. I mean, how can you not? Um, you might right. have to have Ned. But it's like his strip tease where he's sitting on top of the net. Uh, <laughs> it, maybe it's Hannah Rand's wife is on on one of the jerseys. Uh, I I think I think that's the way to do it. I, I think that's I think that's the way to do it. Maybe yeah, you yeah. have the ambulance. I, I would agree. So maybe you have the ambulance that they had that they paid to have lights on and drive around. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot there. So, so the idea is to have this amazing weekend of a beer league tournament to do, a, you know, a, a, an autograph merch signing with with the cast members who are going to come. This is all in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, by the way, where they filmed the movie. 
um, and, and having a tour. So we have a bus that takes you around to the Chrysler plant and all of this stuff, right, from the movie to see where they shot this, where they shot that. Um, and then I've got a buddy in the, a band called the Zambonis, who is the, the best uh, indie rock, all hockey band out there. Go to thezambonis.com, I think. Uh, they're officially licensed by the Zamboni Corporation. So to have them play a night at a bar where you're hearing songs about hockey, they have a song all about wearing a helmet, um, yep. where they talked about Craig McTaffish when, when he uh, was the last guy to not wear a helmet. So, I mean, they have amazing songs, really, really good songs. Um, so to have that, have a tournament, have a tour. So anyway, I'm trying to, there's a guy on the Slapshot group who knows all these guys and, and is trying to put something together. I don't know if it's going to happen. I'll do my best. Well, we can always do the tournament. We can always do the tournament. Well, that's the thing, man. You don't need those guys if you're just going to do a tournament. And I say just, meaning I'd rather come for that than if that's all it's going to be. It's at the War Memorial, you know, where they filmed all the movie. I'll wear a Hanner and Han, uh, his wife's a lesbian shirt, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> a jersey. I'm the there, lesbian. man. I think it'd be cool. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, we, we could we could try I mean, we could try to rent the ice, uh, just you know, around that time and see what happens. Uh, let's see. When, yeah. Let's. I'll, I'll just look it up right here. So I'm on a computer. Slapshot movie release. Yeah, it, it's called the the. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the date exactly. Yeah, no, so, yeah, I, I, I was mean, actually on your... the website. February twenty fifth. That's like a, a birthday okay. tournament because I was born uh, the twenty second of February. So that would be even, right. that would be pretty cool to do. I'll I'll, I'll I'll actually contact the ring tomorrow and see see what's going on. Maybe we can make this make this a real deal. So yeah, this is your business, right? You know how to make this stuff happen. Yeah, so, I know. I, I make um, things happen. So, but uh, other cool. than that, man. Hey, I mean, is there anything else that you want to touch on? Oh, actually, there is something else. But uh, my big announcement, fantasy, uh, since you're the fantasy guy, how cool would this be? I obviously we Tell do me. we do draft rounds uh, for for our uh, for our our tournaments, and I thought it would be cool to put like each because each round is players a similar skill, right? It's like all the round tens are the same, Ooh, right? All around, whatever. Sure. Yeah. So I'm thinking about making a box pool where we put each round of players in, in a, their own in their own box like you can pick one of these four one of these what how many ever people are in the tournament uh and then you pick your thing so so you actually get to be someone that someone could select for their fantasy team and then pe- obviously everyone in the tournament could do it but then also people in the BLPA could do it and then it we keep track of it live so people are like tuning in to see what the stats are on the weekend and then we obviously we have like prizing for the winner. Like I've already got some sponsors lined up for it, and I found a group a, a place that can use the API from our sports engine to kind of live update uh, when when all the stuff's going on. So do you think that would be something cool that people would want to partake in? So so that's wow. So you're talking about beer league drafts, like if I'm a five or a six or a seven or I guess whatever round it comes in. Yeah, the, uh, in the is it the Friday night it's a draft, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So pe- um, people wouldn't know, like they wouldn't know what team the people are on. But they would. It would just be like, okay, here's the deal. Here's, let's say we have six teams. So every round has six players. So uh, it's a box pool. So uh, the first box is all the ringers. So you pick one of those ringers, and the next box is the next lowest level, uh, all, all, all yeah, rounds. Yeah. And then so you have a player from each round. And maybe it's not all rounds. Maybe we just do. Maybe we maybe we shorten it up a little bit. But I think sure. you know, like, because it'd be cool to say, hey, you're on my fantasy team. You let me down. Uh, just like we we always talk about, you know, our NFL players, like, oh, fucking, you know, Big Ben let me down this weekend. He he only threw uh, <laughs> one touchdown, four picks. Like, and like, oh well, Nick let me down. Like, I picked him in his round, and he, he had the low, lowest points of all his round, but he had four penalty minutes, so at least he got me some points, you know. Yeah, I think it sounds great. You have a, you know, at the end of the whole event, you have an award, uh, some swag for the winner. Yeah, I think um, so. I, yeah, I, I think that sounds cool, man. Like, uh, I don't know if it's going to make any on ice drama. Like, you know, fuck you, I'm not going to pass to you. <laughs> You're on the other guy's fantasy team. You know? Well, man, I'm going to try to score myself. But <laughs> well, I mean, you always wonder what it's like. Like, do 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 players think about like NFL guys or major league? Do they think about their fantasy owners? Right? Like, I got to get, I got to yeah, score, yeah. I, I got to definitely <laughs> score this touchdown because my fantasy owners are depending on me. Maybe that's. That's just a unique angle for this thing, but I like I've kind of been doing some research. I've talked to some groups that do it, and I've I've found one. I've nailed one down, and uh, we're gonna try one. I think we're gonna try it here at the 
uh, Charleston, either the Charleston or the Cincy one, because that gives us a, a few more weeks to work cool. out the things. So I think that's going to be like there's going to be a whole website for it where people can go in and, and hopefully it'll keep it'll keep stats live. I, I'm hoping it'll keep stats live. They think they should be able to do it uh, since our our stats update live anyway. And so I think people will kind of be yeah. on there. Maybe we'll find a way to on the same page like. We'll find a way to live broadcast the games at some point. I know that's a big thing. People oh, people want to live broadcast games. But uh, other than that, Adrian, I want to thank you for coming on and, and talking to uh, the BLPAers. I'm excited about the fantasy stuff and, and what it could lead to. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you taking the time out to chat with me about it. All right, man. Thanks for having me. All right. No problem, buddy. We'll chat soon. Thank you. All right. See ya. See ya. Bringing all the big Nick energy. It's Nick all right, that was Adrian. Hope you enjoyed that interview. I want to make this more of a, maybe not just an interview-centric show, but I definitely want to talk to more beer leaguers and more people that are that are doing things in the beer league and sports world. So this kind of started that. Not saying we're moving away from having co-hosts, maybe looking for different co-hosts. I don't know, but uh, I hope you guys enjoy hearing from different people. I know I, know I do. Uh, before I get into all the questions here, I have to, um, I have to, I have to shout out a group here. And I'm doing it here halfway through the show uh, just to see if these people watch because they gave me so much shit about not mentioning them. They came to our Madison BLPA uh, draft experience for all the the veterans, uh, which we did uh, to support the veterans. We gave them all free entry into the tournament. A big group of these guys came out. And then they said that I didn't mention them on on the podcast uh, when I was giving them shit because then they went to... uh, Barstool, Spitting Chicklets, whatever that is, uh, road hockey tournament. It's not even real hockey, but whatever. Uh, and uh, I guess I guess uh, the boys over there gave them a bunch of shout outs. So they were all up in a tizzy about it. Here I am like, <laughs> what are you excited about being shouted out by a few pigeons that don't even play hockey anymore? Uh, and they said, well, you didn't even shout us out. So here I'm shouting them out. Veterans Hockey United, great badass group of beer league hockey players. Uh, the, the mission, they promote and support our nation's veterans whom compete in the great sport of hockey. Meanwhile, report on the greater hockey media culture. So uh, their mission, I mean, I'm reading this straight from their website. I, I want to get nailed on exactly what they're about because they are a great group of, of dudes. I played hockey with a bunch of them. We took a championship uh, home from that military draft experience military appreciation draft experience. Uh, So this is their mission statement. Uh, Vision is unite our nation's veterans from coast to coast to compete on the ice at a high level at large venues and tournaments in the United States and internationally. So that that's it. Right. And so I think it, for me, obviously we, we did the military stuff because we really do appreciate our veterans. And I can even remember sitting down with Randy uh, who, if you don't know, Randy, He's the badass other half that makes the BLPA made it happen. Really, we sat down and we said, "What do we want to do uh, outside of our business? Like, what 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 is our focus?" And our focus, well, we we want to find a way to give back. We want to focus on military. We want to focus on children that are less fortunate, uh, whether it be money, financially or health. And we 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 love animals. So, uh, doing the the military appreciation draft experience was one of those and the coolest thing about doing these is you get to meet groups like Veterans Hockey United who just they have so much passion for the game and they've given so much and just to be able to be around them and and, and connect is great and I love those guys and I'm sorry I didn't mention them as you can see the podcast have been a little bit infrequent since the summer cuz that's just when we got so busy so here I am mentioning them so you know Hopefully, hopefully that's as good as, you know, those other pigeons you were talking about, right? Not a big deal, whatever. So anyway, so that's Veterans Hockey United. Go check them out on Facebook. Check them out on, on Twitter. Check them out at VeteransHockeyUnited.com. So, uh, and I can tell you one thing about those, those boys over at VHU. They're definitely buzzing. All right. Definitely buzzing. So anyway, I have a bunch of questions that I have to get to. Uh, ask it on uh, Facebook. Hey, you want to ask a question? You, if I answer the question on the on the on the show, then we'll enter you for for a prize winning. So here, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna try to do all of them. If you have time to listen, great. If you don't, hit pause. Boom. Hey, get, by the way, why are you, give us a follow, give us a share. You know, be a buddy, tell a buddy, all that good stuff. So uh, uh, I'm only asking this question because the guy spells his name Nicholas just like I do. That's N I C K L A S. That's like the the defined gentleman's role. 
uh, of how to spell Nicholas. Everyone else does that N-I-C-H-O whatever. It's not even Nicholas, all right? How do you even shorten N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S to N-I-C-K? It's just it, my, mind-bottling. Uh, but he said, uh, how many beer leaguers actually get into the cut of their skates or is it more, are they sharp? I'm not flying up the ice fast enough to know or care if it's five eights or inverted three eights. My thoughts are no one cares. I just want them sharp. I do half inch. doesn't matter. I sharpen them every four or five games, which by the way, we're using that, uh, that, uh, blade still in that camera. Oh, why would I even bring this up? And I can't even remember blade. I knew it was blade, blade tech hockey. They sent us some BLPA stuff. You guys should check them out. I, I've really actually been enjoying this steel. Um, obviously you can't get the bar stuff anymore, but these guys come and make it. You can get stuff printed on it. You can actually call and get a BLPA logo. Uh, and then even, even give you a discount, but you guys should check those guys out. Uh, that's, uh, <clears throat> blade tech hockey call over there and get some of that stuff. So any Nicholas, your name's cool. I'm glad you spell it that way. But the question is basically we really don't F and no. Right. So, all right, next up, why do beer leaguers take the game so seriously? From Greg, I, I don't know. Uh, hey, I like to win. I like, uh, 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 but <laughs> somebody sound like an asshole. I like to win, love to win, but I also realize there's more to the game than winning. And I guess I'm in a, a unique position because I don't, uh, I, I don't have to play just for one, for one men's league and, you know, live with the winner or the die. I play so many tournaments. So, like, the draft experience, I won four drafts in a row, uh, and then I you know, did not win the last one. And for me, it's like, okay, my team, uh, my team had some struggles, which is okay. That's kind of the whole beauty of the draft is, uh, if your team has some struggles in one tournament, the next tournament will be completely different. And so I play them back to back. So I don't really have time to take the wins and losses serious. I'm sorry if that makes you not want to draft me, but I, I do play really hard for my team, but yeah. Well, that goes with the next question with Jason. How many BLPA tournaments have you played in? And how many have you won? I played in a lot. I've won a lot, but I've also lost a lot. I don't have an exact count uh, because they, things have been moving so fast. I, maybe one day I'll sit down and put a, a pen and paper, but I did win four in a row before this past weekend or last weekend in Oklahoma City, but we did win the C championship, but it wasn't, it wasn't the gold A championship. Do you know what hand all of your teammates are. I do not, Kenny. And I'll tell you why, because I don't really have a team back in Calgary because I'm never there. I used to have the rhinos when I worked uh, with my last company, but when I got fired, I just didn't, I didn't have a, uh, I didn't have time to organize a team and, and do that because I was doing so much stuff in the state. So uh, I'm, I'm never there. So I do not know, but I know I'm right-handed. Yeah, so you're solo in a hotel. I'm guessing you're an attorney. This is from Eric, by the way, Eric Abudraki. Great last name. You're solo in a hotel. I'm guessing you're an attorney. <laughs> what are you rubbing one out to? Cynthia Gibb and Youngblood or Allison Pill and Goon or just you porn? And actually, uh, neither. Uh, if I had to choose, it'd be Hannah Rand's uh, wife from Slapshot. I mean, you got she, she obviously got topless in there uh, with the old co player coach. And so uh, I guess I would, would, would go with him. I, mean, I guess I'm getting Reggie Dunlop seconds or third, I, whatever. Uh, but she's also a lesbian in the movie. So whatever. Uh, or maybe she's not a lesbian. Maybe she just also does girls. I don't know, but he pisses off Hanoran, uh, in that game until Hanoran jumps him, uh, after they score. Uh, but did you also know as a fun fact that Hanoran's, uh, wife from Slapshot is also the mom in Christmas story. Lots of people don't know that, but it's true. So anyway, there's that question. Weird question. I don't know why someone would want to know, uh, what, what I'm rubbing one out to. Uh, maybe they just want to, <laughs> rub one out to the same thing the commission does. that's a weird question uh Dwayne when do we get to see Jersey sneak peeks for Iceland we're not there yet we're not there yet Dwayne I'm still trying to uh like brainstorm what I want I mean obviously we have a really cool badass Icelandic Viking logo so we have that going for us which uh, I'm pretty pretty stoked about uh but hopefully here in the next couple months I mean we you know, we it's basically sold out, so we don't need to build excitement to get people to register so we can take our time and, and think of a really cool, badass theme that everyone's going to be proud of. But how about those Russian hats, right? Those Russian hats that we made for Iceland because it's going to be cold as fuck. So when we get those, you'll have to buy those. What's your preference uh, on stick curve and why does it make a difference? I use a P88, but I don't think it would make that big of a difference for me. I'm more of a trash gold guy myself. So I, I could use a, a, a flat curve. And bang home as many. What do you think of hockey workout tracking apps? Which one do you use? Recommend? Uh, that's from Robin. Robin, I use Hockey Tracker. I I know the guy that created it. I've met met him and played with him in a tournament. And so when he approached me at this thing, I've just always been there. It's it's on. It's actually the whole reason why I got an Apple Watch. 
now now Apple Watches do a lot of cool things. I even think uh, they're working on something to to take your blood sugar through your sweat on the Apple Watch, which would be really cool for a diabetic. But anyway, I like that because it tells you your speed. It tells you your VO2 max. Uh, I guess it's estimated. I don't know. But uh, the one time I skated faster than McDavid might have been a glitch. I don't know. But I did, and I can prove it by the watch. I mean, not by skating. Uh, if two trains are traveling the same speed away from each other, how much does elephant weigh? Joe Nelson, fuck you. I only answered that so you could get in the drawing. Peter James, predictions on where Eichel ends up. I still believe in my heart of hearts. He ends up in two places. One, he stays in Buffalo because Buffalo's stupid. And they don't know uh, what to do uh, with this guy. And they just think, hey, we'll just fuck him over and you know keep him here. Or it's going to be with my Calgary Flames. I really believe that in my heart of hearts. But something has to happen soon. It just has to, right? It has to. But uh, that's that's my predictions. What about yours, Peter? Uh, Vincero, any draft experiences, tournaments coming to Niagara Falls? Yes, I'm trying to get to Niagara Falls. I, I, we're going to expand into Canada. I don't know if you heard. But we also uh, released information on our first Canadian uh, tournament. It's an outdoor draft experience in Lake Louise, one of the most beautiful cities uh, you'll see. The Obviously, the mountains around, but just a quiet little ski town. It's really rad. It's going to be in March, and there are only we can only have 54 players, 56 players, but 54 after me and Randy. So uh, very, very spots are limited. It'll open up for registration on Tuesday. It's a payment plan. So you have a lot of, you know, it's going to be a low payment plan. So we have so many months until the tournament, but you have to stay at the hotel and it'll be included in the price. You have to. It's just that's the rules of the rink. So, um, yeah, uh, Jacob Noble, if you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? Hi. Hi. If you were a hot dog and you were starving, would you eat yourself? I know I would. I'd smother myself with brown mustard. Hell yeah, I'd eat myself, Jacob Noble. Answer the damn question. So I hope that answered your question. That's one of my favorite skits on Saturday Night Live. I've never said that, so it's kind of funny that you brought that up. So whenever you brought it up, I went and watched it, and I had a good laugh tonight. So thanks for keeping me entertained when I'm stuck in this hotel. Eric Reford, how did you get so lucky to be able to to travel, play hockey, and make money doing it? Easy, Eric. Anyone in this world can do what I'm doing. It starts with one thing. It starts with a dream. And then you got to take that dream and you got to hustle and grind until you make it happen. And, and you got to love what you're doing because there's so many times that I failed, that I did stuff that, that didn't work, that I fell down, that I had to pick myself up and, and figure out a different way to get it done. So it, it doesn't, doesn't take a genius. I don't think I'm a genius. Maybe I'm a genius, but I, I don't think so. But I think it's just hard work and tenacity and persistence and just seeing what you want to build and then just running towards it as fast as you can. And every time you run into a wall, you find a way to knock that wall down and keep going. And that's that's my advice. And anything, doesn't have to be hockey, anything you want to do, if you're passionate about it and you have the will and the determination to make it uh, happen, it can happen. Don't let anyone tell you no. I've had so many people tell me no, Eric through my life about everything, not just this, but, uh, the truth is, is I, I don't really hear the nose anymore. I, I just, uh, I just do. And you know, if people, if people don't want to uh, get on board, then they don't need to be, be around what I'm doing. So that's, that's basically it. Uh, so, Hey, Eric, whatever you want to do, I, I'll, I'll give you all the support you need, buddy. Phil, if you were a doctor and a captain, would you go by Dr. Captain Fleahart or Captain Dr. Fleahart? Uh, that's a good question. Um, he also goes on to say the captain more in a nautical sense than a hockey sense. I mean, driving a boat's badass, even though I'm kind of afraid of why I'm not afraid of water. Like I like to swim and all that stuff, but I don't like lakes and oceans, uh, mainly because just the unknown, you don't know what's down there. Uh, you don't, you know, whether you're driving a boat you can hit trees or, you know, big snakes and that kind of stuff. So I'd probably say Dr. Captain, even though I'd like to be a captain, because if I was a captain, that would mean that I was not afraid of the water like I am. Um, is that a weird? Is that is that weird? I don't know. But it, I, I do love the ocean. I have very fond memories of the ocean. Uh, my family uh, had a lake house growing up. They're actually going to have one again. Uh, my dad's going to retire to the lake, so I grew up on the lake. But I'm still just. It's not that I'm like deathly afraid of the water. It's just, it's just the whole not knowing and like. Uh, like boats are just out there on the way you run out of gas. You're just floating around aimlessly. You can't do anything. It's just, uh, and it's a weird hang up of mine, but uh, yeah, I, I'd go by Dr. Captain. Cause I, if I'm a doctor, I mean, I'm a scientist, so that's almost a doctor. So yeah, definitely, definitely. I'd go uh, Dr. Captain uh, Dan worst drink you've ever hosted a tournament at. 
uh, easy alpha ice alpha ice complex in harmerville right outside of pittsburgh it is literally the grossest trashiest place i've ever been the walls are constantly wet with it well it looks like the walls are sweating it's like i come off the hockey uh, off the ice after playing hockey and i'm pouring the sweat that's how the walls are i mean plus one that they had dicks drawn all over the walls from kids haha hilarious but the it's just gross and musty and dank and it's just it's not it's not good that's for sure um the second second most disgusting which is not as disgusting now but when i was there it was las vegas ice center they have these showers that have some pony walls in front of them with four spouts and the walls on the back so they go up halfway and there's a lip at the bottom that's probably like six inches uh high um so you have to obviously the wall and then it cuts down into a place you can walk walk in and out of the shower with that lip on the bottom well water used to go up to the top of that lip so when you were standing in the showers you'd have like five or six inches of uh, dirty hockey player water at your feet. It was just it, it just disgusted me, and uh, I I would just not take showers while I was there and just go back to hotel and do it. So, um, someone in there wrote, uh, uh, lifeguard arena in in Vegas, but that's a brand new arena. I haven't been there. I'm going to be there soon, but I just wouldn't think that that would be one of the the grossest one. Uh, Ted uh, Blankenshine is a good strategy when you're up by one. Or two with under two minutes left in the game to take a penalty and go shorthanded for the game so you can ice the puck any time. I don't think it's ever smart to go shorthanded because you give the team an advantage. Once you ice it, then the other team gets the puck and now you're playing shorthanded. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just if the other team can get in there and set up because you iced the puck and there was no whistle, it just seemed it just seems silly. I would never go shorthanded. Just ice the here's what I would do. I would ice the puck every time I got it anyway. Uh, it would really frustrate people and get them off their game. Or or what you can do is it's a beer league game, so you have a permit time. They're just not going to let the games run until they end. Under two minutes, just keep getting. Just keep getting penalties. So you're shorthanded, and then, you, then, you're, then you're five on three, right? Then they're probably six on three. But you, you just keep throwing people out there so the ref has to keep blowing the whistle. That will take so long that you won't even be able to play the last two minutes because your game permit time up. The Zamboni door opens and it's automatic win. That's what I would do, Ted. Uh, like I said, I don't know if I'm a genius, but I could be. Uh, why do sandbaggers think them dominating a lower level league is impressive? Drew Corbo, who won the last contest. Uh, so good question. I, that I don't know. I'm not a sandbagger. But here's what I think. I always rail on the guys that score 10 goals a game, but I know that if I could score 10 goals a game, I would do it. But I also think that I have enough enough gumption, enough class, uh, that if I could score 10 goals a game, I wouldn't play down. But if I could score 10 goals in a game, if I was in the top division I could score 10 goals a game, I'd do 10 goals a game. No no question about it, right? Uh, Zach Daniel, about fucking time you recorded again. Did I win the contest from the last episode? No have you ever had a Hattie and a Dex? Yes. What is the average airspeed velocity of a laden swallow? Fuck it. Rob, come on, bud. Mike Sammons with tournament players, one to 10, how many five and ups are on one team? Would you say in a Dex tournament? Um, yeah. So that's, that's a hard question. Uh, it's a hard question. Cause people, I, I would say, uh, it's, it's everyone almost rates themselves a five. It, it, it's mostly fives. Uh, so I would say the, the harder question would be six and ups. You're probably going to have three of those on a team. Three sa- sounds pretty good. And usually like six, sixes are most. And then, you know, se- seven's probably the high. I, I know this, this weekend at Chicago is really high. There were some guys that rated themselves nine and 10 and looks like that they, they should have been there. Uh, Vin- Vinny Sauce from Hockey Sauce Kit said he was a 10. I don't know if he's, a, I don't know if old Vinny's a 10, but he's, he's definitely closing on a nine for sure. He's a hell of a hockey player. But when I imagine 10s, I imagine AHL guys that are just out there just fucking being fucking bad. Maybe Vinny is that. I, I've seen him play in a, a team tournament. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he's a good player. I, but I, so I, I would say it would, you'd have far less 7s and 8s. You'd probably have one of those on a team. It really just depends on who, who signs up, really. So... Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, if there was ever a movie made about your life, what actor would play you? I think it'd be Will Ferrell for sure. He's funny like me. I, I mean, he, he's way funnier than me, but he's he's funny like I imagine myself. And he has like that dad bod thing going on. So I'd probably say Will Ferrell. I would like to say Tom Cruise or someone really, you know, the, all the chicks dig, but I, that's just not realistic. 
Tom, with Des Moines, uh, uh, Des Moines, Iowa getting a new arena with two rinks, has there been any talk of a Dex training there? I mean, we've talked about Des Moines just like Omaha, but uh, you can't leave Omaha when it's so good. I don't want to oversaturate that area, but I mean, that's there. So, Kevin, we got two more guys. Kevin, my mouth's getting dry. Hosting tournaments around the country, best groups that you have met and biggest D-bags, what do they do to deserve the honor of either? I, I'm not going to go D-bags uh, because that's not fair to people, I don't think. And I've never really met a group that I just hate. Okay, I have met a group that I just hate, um, and that's that's in Pittsburgh, bottle knocker hockey, and only because uh, they, they're just, they were just tools in the group when we first started and uh, racist tools uh, to be... Uh, honest after hearing some of the conversations uh, with them it's just they, they weren't a cool group I, I I kicked them all out of the BLPA and they still talk shit about me uh, because of that but hey if you're gonna be if you're gonna be donkeys and and have that then you don't you don't need to be a part of, of this group uh, so that's that uh, but best people I mean I, I already talked about VH it, it's so hard to say best people because I, lo- I love everyone that comes out to our tournaments and that's not me just political fence sitting or anything like that I I really do appreciate all the people that come because they bring they bring them to the tournaments and them being at the tournaments are, are what makes them so special but uh, one group that I that always sticks out in my mind is escape for the 22 guys I met them a long time ago at Heroes Cup in Boston and they they showed up in Boston this past year and they're just they're a great group of dudes I really believe in what they're doing and uh, what that is 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 preventing or I guess spreading awareness and preventing suicides in in the veteran community because they say that 22 uh, veterans a day take their life. Uh, lives and so I, I always thought that was just a very noble cause and uh, you know I've kept in touch with the guy that started it and he's always been supportive of me and I, I just love what they're doing and I, I love all the veteran groups and people that try to make the world a better place I think that's 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 what having a platform is for and any even it doesn't matter how big or small your platform is for it doesn't cost you anything to be nice and try to help people and so um, that's that's the one group that stuck out in in my mind through through the whole time, and you know it's a special connection that I have with those guys. I, I think they're great. So uh, that's that question. Um, yeah. Uh, so last question here from Gene. Any chance you have a female only division for a Dex? We got a ton of women's teams here in the Northeast. Well, Gene, I hear this all the time, and I ha- I would love to promote all women's hockey all the time, but a couple problems. One, they they never show up. Like they just don't, or, or in, in my head, they, they haven't showed up for us, right? We, we did a, a thing in BLPA Bash in Columbus and we did have six teams there, but they were talking about, you know, the problem is we had like three top division teams and, and three teams that weren't in their, in their thing. And so, you know, we thought we'd have a couple divisions women and it just didn't happen. We did the same thing in, where do we do it again? In DC, we did it again. And we, we had two teams and had to build two teams ourselves, just, you know, hustle to do that. So, you know, you always say, they always say, oh, there's a ton of women that come out and play. And I know there are just women's only events and maybe it needs more marketing. But in, in my experience, I just haven't seen that. And I, for me, like hosting a, a draft experience, if I had to go watch hockey, it would be horrible if I couldn't play. Uh, it, it stinks when you can't play. I always tell people when they ask me, the one question is, well, what happens when you get burnt out? Well, it's easy. You just go with your friends to the rink and watch them play. You won't be burned out anymore because you just want to keep playing. But I don't know if we could get enough females involved to do an all-female one, but I would love to try, and I would come MC it, and maybe they'll let me play as me and Randy as the only you know honorary people. I don't know. But I would love to I would love to try a female one. If we could get the support, we'll do it. I, I, I understand why women want to play in a women's only league. I, un- I understand it has you know nothing to do with just wanting to be – you know, not with the guys. I get that. But I, I, I know that it's because like, it's so hard for co-eds because especially in the lower levels, if that's where they're playing, because, you know, you have 250 pound dudes that don't know how to skate. And, you know, some of the females I've seen playing are, are tiny and they just, it's just not, it's, it's just not safe for them. But I would love, I would love to, to get out there with them and, and, and try to make it happen. We just have, you know, we just have to get them we, we can't just talk about it. We can't just say, oh, it'll happen. We have so many teams. We have to find, we have to get the teams. You know, talk is cheap. You gotta put your money where your mouth is. Right, Gene? So let's make it happen. Let's, let's do it. I, I, I'm in if you're in, Gene. So you contact me and tell me where you think we should do it and let's try to make it happen. 
So, all right, guys, that's it for this episode. Hopefully, I'll be able to do another one next week. Uh, I have a couple other people that I've lined up to get interviewed. We can get those things going, get these things cranking out. And I'm I'm so stoked you guys are here with us. I'm glad you're listening. I'm glad you're supporting us. I love you guys. You guys are rad. Share us, follow us, buy some merch. Love you guys. Be good or be good at it.